Good evening again, fellow South Africans. Um, just sounded like the president there for a moment. Beg your pardon for that. But we are trying to get hold of uh, JP Root. It's not his fault. We just have a technical challenge on our end, and I'm less inclined to play these ads because that's how we lose audience. But nonetheless, we, we, we will have a conversation with him as soon as he is on to talk about the progress, first of all, of the criminal investigation and some of the things that the VC and executive management is seized with in putting Forte on steady waters again, but also to talk about some of the achievements that are taking place contemporaneous to all of this drama that obviously is hitting the media for the right reasons, but there are also important things that in that part of the region as well that should be and could be and this evening shall be canvassed. I have no doubt Professor Butlungu, the VC, is listening because he made it a point to engage me just before I came to air on some of these issues upon which now I will base the engagement with JP. Unfortunately, the prof, the prof, Prof Butlungu, that is, is quite spent in having been in meetings the whole day today together with other things that require VC's time and attention. So unfortunately, I am unable to get hold of him for tonight's show. But JP, he tells me, knows everything about this because they are always in each other's space. And so whatever you hear from JP would be what you would have heard nonetheless from the VC. And the talking points essentially are around the VC and his engagements with the president JP, I understand you are on. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to SAFM. Uh, good evening, Songezo, and also a good evening to all your listeners. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us and availing yourself to talk to us about obviously what the nation is following and has seen, some very brutal things happening at a university. Take us now. We obviously saw what happened a couple of weeks ago, and the suspects, five of them, are due to appear again in court for a bail application on May 4. What's the mood? What's the sentiment at Forte? How are people moving, knowing that they are moving in an environment where they could be quite literally killed? Uh, Songhezu, thank you. And indeed, uh, your assessment is correct. Uh, the developments and the very tragic developments has, has really captured the mind of the country. Uh, I want to just state that uh, following the arrests of the of the of the alleged uh, criminals, that there really has been a uh, a different mood uh, on campus, uh, in meetings and and uh, across the university. Uh, indeed, you were correct. These these uh, efforts that involved an, a failed assassination attempt on our vice chancellor, the very tragic uh, death and killing of his uh, bodyguard and protector who was gunned down in his house in Alice. And then uh, last year, the death of our uh, fleet manager are all interlinked. Uh, and there's just been a, a, a very different move now that the authorities have, have uh, apprehended these, uh, these individuals. And uh, we are very grateful for the support by the authorities. Not long ago, or certainly not long after, the assassination of the VC's guard, Mr. Vessel, the VC led a delegation to meet with the president. This is for the most part unprecedented to engage some of these issues that he quite literally dodged a bullet for. A VC has got access to the immediate local municipality, local law enforcement, including provincial institutions in the Eastern Cape. There's a Department of Higher Education. There's the Ministry of Police. 
why was it necessary for the VC to go and meet in person the president? It certainly does tell me that the stakes were too high or there were just failures along the way in getting to the president. Which one of those is true? I think it's a mixture of both, Songhezo. Um, indeed, the the the, the attacks uh, against the university uh, is is of a of an extreme criminal nature, and it is designed to to usurp uh, what is known as our renewal program, which is really addressing the the issues that has uh, been inherited and that has occurred over many decades. Of, of crime, uh, uh, entering into the system, uh, corruption, and, and really a, a, a move um, by our vice chancellor and also our management executive committee uh, acting on a mandate from all our st stakeholders to renew the University of Fort Hare. So it has been, um, it has been frustrating um, for, for us to, to, to see that these very, very serious crimes have been committed as, as hard as the university is pushing uh, to address these issues through disciplinary actions, uh, through bringing, holding people accountable uh, and for initiating those processes. Um, there's been a degree of frustration in terms of, of us not seeing that authorities are, are, are moving forward. Uh, we, we are very aware that um, um, the, 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 the issues in, in the province are, are, of, of crime is, is escalating. So this essentially led to, to the Vice-Chancellor leading a delegation to meet with the President to just address issues also of, of I guess, frustration on the one hand with with uh, you know authorities but also on the other hand with 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 possibly obstructions um obstructions uh where uh we actually already on in 2021 the university entered a mou uh with the siu where we said come we are opening the doors. We need uh, these investigations. There's rampant corrupts, corruption in the institution. And to this very day, the SIU is, is, it is very strange that the university invited the SIU in. But essentially from uh, after that uh, MOU that was initiated by our vice, vice chancellor, um, there was there was a slowness there was there was not a lot of interest and we do believe that uh our engagement uh with the uh, president has has really uh, um, um, uh created the urgency to address a very big issue which which in all means should not be occurring which is assassination attempts on the life of a vice chancellor where are these treasure troughs at the University of Forte or in higher education that have now attracted these rogue elements. 
Because ultimately, in the final analysis, this is all about what? Access to resources in the quickest, easiest way possible. I mean, that is pretty obvious. But how is the university set up? that honeypot that is so attractive, or specifically the University of Forte. I'm minded to ask it in that way because you've also mentioned earlier on that this is a renewal program of having inherited certain things and that are now being corrected, but unfortunately there are stumbling blocks naturally when you try and, and recourse something of this kind. Tell us about the milieu that becomes so attractive to these rogue elements. Absolutely. We've obviously seen that um, the response from the ministry um, is that these issues are really playing out across many uh, establishments of higher education, not only just the University of Fort Air. I think uh, ours is 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 uh, a captivating because of the degree, the desperation of these criminals. To, to fight back when when our management committee is clearly saying we are we are stopping and we are closing these taps. Now what we what what is very interesting is that uh, you may have seen recently an incident uh, involving an administrator uh, in our student affairs department. But this individual was essentially uh, appointed in 1993. So you have systemic corruption uh, that is dating back over several decades. And it was very concerning that last week when we uh, received a briefing from our own investigations unit and uh, our forensics auditors, uh, the comment was made that we essentially have cartels. Uh, organized crime syndicates that are operating in 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 Alice, and the the question then is why Fort Hare and and why the university? Well, it's very imp- important to note that the university is seen as an oasis, effectively, uh, in 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 a portion of 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 the country where where uh, you know th- there's not a lot of financial and business opportunities. And um, that is why the university is is prone to these criminal syndicates that are really working around the clock to uh, to 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 um, to break into to um, um, our vaults and to collude uh, with staff and to collude uh, with with individuals in administration, and to collude with individuals in supply chain. Now, I just want to make it very clear to you and also to your listeners mm-hmm. that the university has not sat with its hand folded. It has not sat twiddling its thumbs. We have, over the last two or three years, a disciplinary with almost 30, 30 staff members who have then left the university uh, because uh, of the uh, very serious allegations against them, or or these individuals have filed after we have dismissed them, uh, they filed at the labor courts. So it is, it's indeed, it is a very sad moment, I guess. And I want to just make it clear again that these issues are of a societal nature. It is not... 
exclusively to at, at Fort Hare. I believe it's happening in the province. It's happening in the country. It is happening everywhere. Let's talk about the province. I mean, there have been some high-profile persons, the office of the premier, a former premier who's now a deputy minister, who have, if not directly fingered, certainly strongly rumoured to have benefited from previous administrators within the university in selling degree certificates, if not that, entering programs for which they do not have base and basic qualifications. Is that something you're familiar with? And to the extent that you are, what can you share? Sungeso, it's very important to, to firstly... Uh, um, uh, just deal with with the presidential proclamation, which essentially was the presidential decree uh, that instructed the SIU to 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 focus on the university. And as I said earlier, uh, we invited the uh, SIU into into the uh, into the university, but that proclamation was very specific. The problem, proclamation directed the SIU to investigate the awarding of honours degrees, mismanagement of funds, and the sourcing of public servants to studies into program by an individual for personal gain. I'm not going to, to say that we do not know who this individual is. It's been all over. It is uh, Edwin Ijihoma. Uh, who we uh, identified, we uh, in, we proceeded with a disciplinary against him, and he then resigned. Now, I want to also make it very clear to you and also to the listeners that the proclamation had a very strict mandate, which is looking into a specific department, not the entire university. We're dealing with something very serious here, academic fraud. And it is important just to underscore that that academic fraud, it is centered, it is confined, and it is isolated to our Bisho campus and to the Department of Public Administration on the uh, Bisho campus. With regards to the individuals, I am not going to, to comment in any way uh, on that, which, which might interfere with the, um, with the investigations of the SIU and the Hawks. So there is but an investigation think, against those impugned parties whose names for present purposes will be withheld. There is something in the offing there. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. We understand. We understand that a report will be given to the president this week. That is what we, we understand, specifically into the matter of, of the Ijeoma scandal, where, where public servants were, were lured in, or where public servants were, were, were part and parcel of, of that academic fraud. So we, we are very confident that the progress of the SIU uh, is is uh, is is uh, at very advanced stages. Uh, if you've been following the um, developments uh, in with regards to uh, just uh, some news developments with DHET, I also see there was uh, uh, some media reporting that um, a briefing uh, is going to be made to the minister. So we are very very satisfied with the progress. Uh, to date by the SIU. Uh, we've handed over 
terabytes, terabytes and of, of, of forensic data dealing into the very serious corruption uh, of, uh, that occurred not across the university, but within the Department of Public Administration. And it's very concerning what happened there. I know um, that campus very well. I used to go there when I was a lighty, when my parents were reading at the Bishop campus, and it was right. relatively new at the time. But look, right. we could speak ad infinitum on such issues. Let's use this opportunity as well just to restore confidence in higher education, specifically in, uh, or rather, at a very proud university. I mean, there isn't a, a university on the continent, and very few in the world can say they have produced six heads of state within one generation. And by that, I mean it's an incredible feat that the University of Forte has. Now, since 2020, January, there hasn't been a strike, something which many other universities cannot say. And this has facilitated a very strong culture of learning. And among those things are many projects that are taking place. Talk to us about these projects. I mean, I could list any number that have hit the media. The, veterin the veterinarian school is something that is now back on mm -hmm. the table. I remember having a chat with Minister Naledi Pando at the time, and she said, Forte, very soon. It didn't sound like very soon meant then. It would be 2023, mm -hmm. but I'm glad it is back on the table. And also the importance of this bulk water infrastructure project with the Amatola District Municipality and Raymond Mklaba Forte is at the forefront of that. What can you share other than that or on top of that? It's very, very, very exciting times at, at our university. And um, as much as, as there is this one uh, incident that, that, that constantly draws attention, I can tell you the 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 programs and projects uh, on our campus. As you said, it is it's absolutely fascinating. It's absolutely empowering, and it really is taking the university into a new century. I, I guess I want to start with our students, and um, I think you've seen the beautiful story of one of our graduates who was uh, who struggled at another university. Uh, and she came to us, uh, she got a Bachelor of Commerce in General Accounting, and months after she graduated, she landed a job in Hungary, um, 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 which is absolutely fantastic. And, you know, she, she was excluded by another university because she struggled with the death of her uh, of her father. So those are such beautiful stories. You're talking about Onelisam Gorkli, is that correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Very proud of her. Um, another interesting development, as you said, is we've had no violent student protests this year, and that is uh, the result of our uh, SRC and our management working collaboratively and being genuinely committed to each other's needs. And it's also very exciting that, um, yes, whilst other universities struggled with academic disruptions, we had a very smooth start to the year. And then um, I think what's also important is that, um, uh, you know, we, it's it's amazing to see what our students are, are doing. And in addition to um, to Onelise, um, our students are working independently to, to uplift their own communities from initiatives as, such as math supports classes, uh, presenting that to, to learners, to, to cooking meals for vulnerable communities. 
<laughs> I think there's definitely magic in the air when it comes to to the University of Fort Hare. We also know that last year or this year, uh, we received an astounding 220,000 applications. Now that was up from 38,000 the previous year, um, and and remarkably, eight out of ten of of every applicant says. Fort Hare is their first choice of, 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 of study. So there's also uh, very exciting developments on the academic and teaching front. Our teaching and learning um, achieved four out of their targets for their annual uh, uh, strategic plan last year. And then very excitingly, we're seeing uh, increased levels of research uh, productivity uh, compared to previous years. And um, very importantly, uh, we are moving um, forward in several, several uh, 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 academic ranking publications. Uh, one of the most special ones was the Times Higher Education, uh, which is one of the most respected uh, global academic rankings, uh, measuring a variety of academic and re research activity. So there's definitely uh, very interesting developments. You would be interested to also know that... Sorry, sorry, um, JP. Can I, can I just quickly please interrupt you? I am interested to know what I don't yet know. If it's to do with Forte, I want to hear about it. I have to take a very short break now, but I can't um, not read this. This JJ guy is well-versed with his Forte issues, the bad, the ugly, and the great and it's so encouraging to hear this from one of our listeners who tells me she's a first-time listener miss Mtembu. that's all she says in relation to this conversation let's take a short break please jp from which we come back to wrap up the show at 10. the viewpoint 8 to 10 p.m flipping conventional wisdom on its head on SAFM. J.P. Ruert, spokesperson from the University of Forte, Director of Communications in the position of the J.P., certainly as a mouthpiece of, of the VC. I beg your pardon, the VC couldn't make this conversation, so we rely on J.P. We appreciate your time, J.P. You've talked about the bad, the ugly. Continue speaking about the great, please. Yes, uh, Sungezu, uh, just to, to touch on those other uh, uh, areas that uh, um, um, that we'd like to, 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 to mention, is a very exciting project. You know, the Vice Chancellor has a beautiful saying that a rising tide lifts all boats. It's a very special saying. And um, I can report to you and also to your listeners that we are undertaking catalytic work in infrastructure. But very importantly, infrastructure that's going to not only just benefit our students living on campus, but all the residents of, of, the, of the town of Alice. Um, if you visit the town of Alice, uh, uh, it, 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 it is, it's a busy hive of construction. We're undertaking two separate projects. Uh, one is water treatment works to restore quality of, of water and also to make water regularly available uh, as a resource. And secondly, then, uh, wastewater treatment. And those are projects running into the tune of 130 billion. You would be very excited to know we've also just received funding to upgrade the Alice Library and also to build a new greenfield uh, research hub. 
So uh, the infrastructure is a very important project, and it really is going to give us a, a very competitive edge um, uh, going forward into the future. And it really is uh, about reconfiguring the spatial identity of, of the campus, but also then obviously keeping the heritage uh, the heritage buildings there and, and looking after those buildings. As I speak to you tonight, uh, our foundation, the university's, uh, the Fort Hare Foundation, which works with our alumni and private sector, we have raised 33 million in support from the private sector and our alumni. And this obviously excludes any uh, donations that are made uh, directly to our um, to, to our student aid office by uh, other government departments. But as I speak to you tonight, we have 140 million rand uh, in, in the kitty in terms of new projects that we're trying to unlock from our from from the private sector and then of course um, um very importantly um um we have a very interesting project and i think you'll agree with me if this project takes off the uh the eastern cape will be um will taking many strides going forward and that's the 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 uh, vet school, as you know, there's only one vet school in this country. In Pretoria, but, yes. So, Nezo, can you imagine the impact of this vet school on the um, fabric of the province, uh, driving forward the uh, provincial development plan and driving forward the national development plan in terms of the of of the agriculture? We have so many uh, farmers that that, that need. To be empowered and and upscaled to, to produce uh, at a commercial level and to and re-inculcate this... the culture of agriculture among young people particularly in that region particularly in where forte operates in a largely rural setup as a way of breaking the poverty cycle as a way of engaging the conversation of agriculture as a way also to benefit the catchment area of the University of Forte. I mean, when you're talking about a vet school there, there are many people who are subsistence in how they operate and would need that sort of scientific engagement and intervention for the wealth and health of their livestock. And of course, this can grow and collaborate with, among other places, Fort Cox, I've mentioned earlier in this conversation, there's, a, there's, a culture, there's an agricultural college there and a great demand for such services. Absolutely. And um, what's very exciting is this project is moving forward. Uh, and all that I can say is watch the space. Um, there's going to be very exciting developments, specifically with regards to the vet school. And then, of course, um, there's other things such as receiving unqualified uh, audit opinions, uh, saying that um, uh, we have put the necessary governance systems in place. The university has never had a clean bill of health when it when it came to its finances. These developments are, are moving forward. Where, Until where we, said, hold my beer, right? Excuse me, Sungezo. Until the VC said, hold my beer, as it were. Huh. Well, um, yeah, it's interesting. And then, of course, um, um, at the end of the day, um, we, we remain very proud of our students. We exist purely 
for our students. Yeah. And I think um, um, many institutions in higher education must always remain true to, to the most important stakeholders they serve. We are feeling very comfortable with our stakeholder relationships, whether it's in the surrounding uh, areas of Alice and, and those uh, across the province, those nationally and even internationally. Uh, we can comf comfortably say tonight to you and the viewers, despite these isolated uh, news reports, that the university is most certainly moving forward and we are very excited Fantastic. about our renewal. Well, I don't have time. I wish I had more time. These are exciting times, interesting times. Of course, we don't live absent the reality of what parallel is happening at the university. Our very best wishes to you, JP. Please extend our regards and gratitude to the VC for the work that he's doing. We as alumni are certainly very proud of what he's doing, and we certainly do appreciate that. Just a couple of comments. I mean, there's one that says Panduluazi is an agricultural high school not far from the University of Forte. Certainly, collaboration is necessary there. That is true. And, yeah, JP, all the very best. Go well. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are quite literally a minute over time, but I have to say this. The counselling hub in Cape Town is available to respond to the conversation of unsuicidal thoughts that we heard at the end of the previous hour. Give them a call. Their sessions are very accessible, both in terms of time and money. I don't propose to speak too long about that, but for now, the counselling hub in Cape Town is available to assist you. 2201 is now the time. Thanks to all of you who are listening and participating, including engaging me on WhatsApp. Your time is not taken for granted. It is time for news. It's 2201.